Alright, I'm going into it. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Um, welcome to Friendship and a Two Friends podcast. Um, my name is Kenny, and I'm here with Malcolm, my good friend as always. Say hello, Malcolm. Hey, how are you, man? I'm I'm very good. Is that funny? What I'm sorry? Was that funny? I don't I don't feel I wasn't trying to be trying Did to be I funny. laugh? Sorry. You you laughed a little. I think you have a habit of like and this isn't a bad thing, but like sort of that like nervous laugh. That like I don't know. Not that you're nervous, but just like it's it's like a, a habit. This is a real friendly way to start the show. Yeah. Quit laughing at me. The vibe is good. Kidding so- me. The vibe <laughs> is good. I'm kidding. I'm messing with you. Malcolm, tell me tell me about your week. My week was good. It was a little busy, a uh, little bit of a stressful week here in uh, here in the great. I, I would call it the Great White North, but you're even further. The uh, the somewhat North Dakota here. The Great North. The, the the average White North <laughs> compared to the Great White North up there. But no, it was a good week, and I just finished it with uh, a really delicious homemade dinner, which I don't get very much, which was really nice. So it was solid. Solid way to start a podcast, having a having a good homemade dinner. How was your week? Fine. Cool. <laughs> no, my my my, uh, my my week was good. I got vaccinated for smallpox. Did you know that it's still uh, in one day? I got vaccinated. Well, it, I got vaccinated for tetanus, um, tuberculosis, or I got a tuberculosis test smallpox and hepatitis b in like a week stretch and then on thursday i'm gonna get a flu shot so i think i am as close to a mortal at this very moment as i'll possibly ever be in my entire life yeah you know you've had more vaccinations than my daughter will ever have in her life i'm like a real life superhero at this moment um yeah 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 that was a joke by the way i that was a joke by the way my daughter gets her vaccinations. i was trying to make an anti-vaxxer joke and it didn't land but I am not. I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. I my daughter receives all of her appropriate vaccination. Oh. For, hey. For live your life. Um, <laughs> Don't say live your life. No. No. <laughs> Don't live your life. If your child is going anywhere near my child, there are Don't interesting conflicting studies. <laughs> oh my god. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Um, anyways, Don't. So I got a. I'm on a bit of a time before crunch. We, before we get into this. Oh okay. One more, I, I'm just gonna say one. Never thing. mind. I'll shut up. Fine. Yeah, I just want to say something. Yeah. Because I hate this idea of just like like that seems to be a really common thing. It's just live your life. I'm like, no. Like if your life actively reintroduces polio to a generation of students and children that have never seen polio in their life, you don't get the right to just live your life. That's all I'm gonna say. So so I know I said smallpox earlier, but now you said polio, I realized it was polio, not smallpox. So I will I will not be contributing to polio in the world. Smallpox is still up. In, smallpox is up in the air, though. That could be me. Yeah, smallpox could be. In a way, you're actually less more. I mean, you have more of the actual diseases running through you right now than almost anybody. Yeah, well, it was like a it was like a booster. Like it wasn't. This isn't the first time. Like I haven't just been dodging polio for 26 years. Like I like I I've been I've been vaccinated. So here's an interesting thing. And again, I know we're wildly off topic, but. I don't remember the last time I got any adult vaccination. Is that a thing I'm supposed to do? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm working on a thing. 
I may be I may go in some place. Oh, oh, okay, I got you. Well, and I think that there's different health requirements. And probably to survive in Anchorage without the sun for 95% of your life, you probably have to get certain things. I apologize. I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I, I was just making sure I wasn't going to die from polio because I hadn't had a booster. That's all. No, I no, it's a, no, it's a good question. Like, did, this, okay. did, did okay. the word not reach me? <laughs> and there are so many things. There's so many things I feel like, like, I would not be surprised if something like that was true, that there's something like every adult knows to do and I've just never heard of it and it turns out it's going to kill me. Like, that would not. Sudden, everyone's like, you haven't been vaccinated against. <laughs> um, yeah. Yellow fever, yeah, exactly. and then you're just the only Anyways, person. Anyway, I, I got us wildly off track. Uh, where are we heading with this podcast? Okay, so um, so I, as I told you before we started recording, I'm at a bit of a time crunch. So I think um, we've wasted enough time. So here's what we're going to do today. This is – I had a couple of topics lined up. Um, uh-huh. And at one point, I even um, was looking up quotes because we, we, we talked whenever we were establishing this that we were going to, like, try to come to all of these uh, individual recordings with, like, some sort of grain of, like, fact or a quote or something to, like, uh-huh. kind of like a conversation prompt. Um, and so I had one today, and then um, and then as I was driving home, I decided uh, something completely different. So I have no information or shreds of fact to to start this conversation. And it may go nowhere, but uh, but but I'm just going to it because I've qualified enough. So today's topic is friendship and soda, or if you're in different parts of the world, soft drink, Coke, Pepsi, soda pop. Pop, pop, yeah. My dad calls it sugar water. Does he really? Like like. Uh, maybe sugar pop. I think he calls it sugar pop. I know sugar's in there. Is it like a judgmental way, or like that's just like what he calls soda? Like I'll take a sugar pop. Uh, I think it is. No, I think I think it's probably more in a judgmental way. Like he drinks diet soda, and I, I, I and I ask him why. I'm like, are you just trying to watch your weight? And he goes, no, I just don't like sugar pop. Interesting. So so maybe I'll get us started by saying some of my some of my experiences with it. So actually, first I'll ask you a question. Did you drink soda as a kid? I drank soda as a kid. I drink soda now. I I literally am sitting next to a cream soda as we speak. So there seems like two kind of families to me. There are families who allow soda, and when soda is allowed, it flows freely, like water. Or yes. there's the or there's the families who are, uh, you know, who completely shut it off. Yeah. And uh, and I was surrounded by both as as a kid, and I and I was thinking about how so many of my first friend memories how soda was weirdly involved with them. Did you, did you grow up, did you grow up in a house uh, with soda? Like I know you said you were involved in both, but in the household you grew up in. I drank so much soda. Like it was when, as a kid, if you would have asked me what my favorite food was, I would have said soda. What was your go-to? My, my go, my go, well, I had so many go-tos. And when I think back on it, like I sort of was like a sommelier of sodas at the time. Like I like there were sodas for different moods, and I retain I retain this interest in 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 sodas. And though I don't drink as many as I used to, um, uh-huh. in fact I I go weeks without having a having a soda. Well, and tell everyone tell everyone what your substitution is because I know you have a 
You do have a favorite drink that is not water. I, I do have a favorite drink, but I'll get around to that. So when when I was a, okay. So so when I was a, when I was a kid, um, it, it it was surge. I'm not saying this just to sort of jump on like '90s kid nostalgia, but like I remember, I have a distinct memory of being at a being at a soccer practice, and I was probably in in first or second grade, and uh, and again, you you know, I was. I wasn't great at sports, but soccer was okay, um, and so uh, and so it was nice. You know, it was one of my first experiences, like feeling part of a team and having that sort of interaction. And then I remember after practice, um, the parent who was getting drinks for the next game, because you know how after every single game, they're like one parent brings a snack and one parent brings. Uh huh. And I remember, um, I remember. When when they asked when when the parent asked what kind of what kind of drink do you all want us to bring everyone almost simultaneously as like this Greek chorus goes surge and I was yeah. like and I remember having this moment where I'm like I don't like surge very much but like, but like it, <laughs> but but immediately you know you sort of jump on the wagon and I, and I think if anything else during that time like I almost force myself to like it in a way just because mm-hmm. it, it seemed to be like the the thing to do um but i could drink i mean i could drink i could drink gallons of surge and and so more so than just me since we need to tie this back to friendship i'm yeah. also interested in the way that uh the way the way that so <laughs> soda is is in sort of the strange way you're like kid entry into like just things adults do like imagine yeah. how many times would you just be like hanging out with someone these days and not have like a beer or a drink or something in your hand, you know? Like I like I can't right. even think like like the second I have a friend over, it's like the first thing you do. So in, in a way, it's this sort of strange sort of learning behavior, right? I I don't know. I don't I don't really know where I'm going with this. I sort of just wanted to toss this out there and see if we could bat this around a bit. Right. No, yeah, it's it's interesting. What you know to to maybe extend off of your idea of soda as sort of an entry into this adult, you know, sort of life in a way. Uh, I don't know about for you, but for me, when I first uh, began sort of consuming adult beverages, which I admit I did later than most people. Like I I I mean it was a little bit before I was twenty one, but it wasn't like I wasn't like a sixteen year old, you know, getting drunk, but. Uh, what's funny is that my first introduction to that was through like a Jack and Coke. Like it was like, okay, you love soda, so let's add just a little bit of this, and it's sort of a it's sort of an entryway into that as well. I find that really interesting. I um I will tell you very briefly, and we can get back to friendship, but I just want to tell you, like my first like memory, I guess, of soda as a kid, which is, uh, my family, uh, we used to go camping every year in Arkansas. We, we lived in Missouri. We go camping in Arkansas. And I don't know why, probably because we were just sort of lower middle class, but uh, we always took Shasta Cola. Like we would just get like dip all, every different flavor of Shasta Cola that you can imagine. Like, I don't I, like, you know, the off brand sort of flavors. And I remember thinking they were the best. Like Shasta orange soda was the top. Like when I was like, like, cause it, it almost like sent, signaled to me like, Hey, we're going on this family trip. We're going to spend time together camping. And like Shasta soda was like a part of that uh, sure. experience. And it still is like when I see Shasta soda, I don't ever get it because it's Shasta. But <laughs> I, 
I look at it and I think, oh, like that's a good, that was a good time in my life. So it's kind of cool how soda can do like any. I mean, a lot of things can do that, but that's a personal experience. And I'm interested in soda too because um, because you know the response could say, well, you know, you drink like you drink juice with your with your friends when you're a kid too, or you know, like some other beverage, like like yeah, but, what? but it's but it sort of is different, right? Even as a kid, you realize that there's something like kind of illicit about this substance, like like you know, yeah. like like it's you know you don't. You know, you don't necessarily, like, treat it like you eventually end up treating beer or right. something. But, like, it's something, even when it's given to you as a kid, like, it's kind of said, like, all right, now, in moderation. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like, like if... I wonder if there's even a physical component to the drink itself where it sort of has this bite that juice doesn't have, that milk doesn't have. You know what I mean? Like, if you had these sort of beverages without that sort of carbonation and without that, you know, just there's something to it. You know what I mean? Like, even just physically, there's something about drinking a soda that just, man, it makes me feel alive, Kenny. It brings me to life. I can't even explain it. And it's not only that, but it's also something where, again, the same way I would offer someone a beer now. Like, I like I have really distinct memories of sitting around, whether it's, like, playing video games or doing something outside. Like, but doing it with, with like, with a soda in one hand, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, back at that time, I could... I could put it away. And then it's when, when when I sort of project that forward into college, if you remember one of our one of our go-tos was to go to Quick Trip, which is like one of these big convenience store gas stations. Mm-hmm. Get gigantic like what is it like 69 79 cent sodas or something. Yeah. And like it was like a shared experience. And it was it, it was it was sort of this pleasant shared experience over um over soda, yeah. Yeah. Can, can I, just speaking of college, very, just very, I mean, to, this just, this doesn't really have a train of thought, but it's about soda. Do you remember the college roommate we had that used, that was, that like, gosh, I don't, I don't know how much I can say, I guess, but like, he used to tell us that he used to drink like a 12 pack of soda a day. Like, he was on a team and he like, he like failed a test, like a, like a, a urine test because he had so much caffeine in his system. If he was drinking like a twelve, <laughs> didn't he say a twelve pack a day? It was. I'm sure there were bad days where it probably happened like that, but it was. Oh my gosh. It was. It was quite. He treated it like coffee, like in the way. Yeah. At least coffee is something that you can. You drink a lot of and feel weird, but there's something different about drinking. Like you can drink yeah. a lot of coffee and not just want to die. Well, and then we had another roommate that would wake up at like nine a.m. and have a coke. Like he was like. Oh, that's what I'm thinking that's of. That's the coke. You're no, thinking I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of the other guy that lived with you. He was, a, he was, and probably because he drank so much caffeine, he was, a, he was short. He was a short <laughs> guy. He drank so much caffeine, dude. You don't remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That dude. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. This but is he, a- yeah. So we had a lot of friends that were addicted to soda, apparently. I am probably one of them. And to this day, I have, I have like elaborate sort of theories still. Like I still, if I, I try to never go to more than one a day. All right, because at at like, it just makes me feel weird. You know, like it doesn't really bother my stomach to feel weird. But but like I have these sort of like these rules I don't think are actually like change anything. But to my mind, they're like they're (laughs) they make sense are hard and fast. Like if I have two sodas in a day. Let's say I have soda with lunch, and then I just want a caffeine boost, so I want another with dinner. I try right. to always make sure 
that if I got a clear soda at lunch, I get a dark one at dinner, and like vice versa too. <laughs> because oh, that's weird. in my in my mind, like a Coke and then a Pepsi is just like dumping pure tar into me. Where like I guess <laughs> I guess like a Coke and a Mountain Dew like they dilute each. I I don't really know the logic. Do you consider Mountain Dew a clear beverage? I would count it out. Yeah, I mean, it's... I had this argument with many a teacher at my private school who did, who only let us bring clear beverages into, like, a classroom, and they did not let me bring Mountain Dew because they said it was not clear. Like, there was, like, only Sprite or, like, 7-Up. And I... It's a debate I've had many times. I, like, I... They're probably worried about, like, spilling on the... I don't know what... Well, I'm just saying. I mean, it's... You know, it... It's a sore subject. For my purposes, for my, for my, uh, for my purposes, it's clear. So, so okay. you said your family. Can you think of any other like specific instances where like it was this event? Is this like you know where soda was in the background? Whether this is recently or as a kid, like is this? Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I I can think of I can think of a couple. Um, the the first is very similar. Uh, to sort of you, you and I in college and some of our other friends, you know, walking to Quick Trip and making that sort of a communal experience. My brother and I, I mean, I and I mean, this is going to sound silly, but I mean it. We sort of bonded over our love of Dr. Pepper. Like, we, like, and it's it's annoying now because he has stopped drinking regular soda and he only drinks diet and he drinks like one diet soda a day. And I'm like, bro, you're the one that started me on this kick. Like, you're the one that told me Dr. Pepper was he got clean without you. He got clean without me. Um, but but yet, but in a similar way, I remember it being like this bonding thing where like we would go play tennis or something, and then like the first thing we would do as soon as we got done, no matter what we were doing, is we go to Quick Trip. Uh, you know, the same chain as before, and we get like a sixty-nine or seventy-nine cent fountain drink, and it was just this. It was this moment of like there was even something about just like going into the store and like you know I mean obviously it's not like an old timey like soda fountain shop, but it is like. I don't know. There is something about like even just like filling it up yourself, like from the fountain, it's like a different feel to it. It's like a communal experience. I, I really do think that, and it sounds kind of weird to say about soda, but I think one of the one of the one of the underappreciated joys in life is making small little inconsequential purchases with people, like like just like running yeah. little errands with people. It's just like one of the most pleasant ways to sort of spend an afternoon you know like like yeah. like, like like there's something very nice about just going into a store and then spending five dollars but yeah well and the other the other the other thing i thought about another little soda story with our friendship if you remember is you went to i want to say it was the coca-cola like menu like the plant right like in atlanta is that right it was in Atlanta, yeah, the, the big Atlanta. Coke World. Yes, I did. Yeah, Coke World, and you went there, and we talked after you got done, and you mentioned the soda that you liked, and I was able to find, like, a 12-pack on, like, the black market in Miami, <laughs> and, like, through the internet, the dark web. I'm on tour. No, I'm kidding. The deep web? But <laughs> I'm on the deep web <laughs> finding you Inca-Cola, but I had it mailed to you, and that was kind of a cool – it was just kind of a cool thing. I'm like, what is something unique? That probably Kenny is not going to get from another friend. What can I tell? Yeah, that was really pleasant. And I actually, it, it was funny because a little, a couple months after you did that, I went down, um, I went down to Key West, and, uh, and to go camping there. Uh-huh. And in the store, there was just there was just racks and racks of like 
Central American sodas. Like it was like a it was like a distinct section of the soda aisle was like nice. was like Caribbean and Central American. And then just there, sort of glowing in the center, was the golden Inca Cola can, <laughs> and it was pleasant. But yeah, actually, I have a, I have a, I have a weirdly similar story. Um, so do you remember? This is few people do, but do you remember a soda called Holiday Spice Pepsi? No. So this was, this came out, no joke, for like a year, as far as I know. And it came out during the holiday season. And just like, Holiday Spice Pepsi? Just like what it sounds like. It is Pepsi, but with like all your standard like nutmeg. It sounds like eggnog, yeah. No, like I mean, eggnog Pepsi. I mean, it's not. It, it's not. It's, it's, it's not quite... I mean, it's not like creamy or anything. Well, no, but I mean, like that flavor, like those spices. I guess, like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, that should have clarified. So they're, so they're, so they're, so they're in, um, they're in a holiday spice Pepsi, and it was, it was really good. I remember at the time, I, you know, I don't remember how old I was, but I was still, I was still a child basically, and like I would take holiday holiday spice Pepsi as my base. And, like, for people, I would make elaborate holiday spice Pepsis. So I'd be like, they've taken us half the way there, but I can take us all the way there. <laughs> and so I would, like, put in, like, a little more cinnamon and, like, a little dab of, like, vanilla extract and, like, mix it up and, like, try and, like, serve it to people and be like, here, this is this is good. But, it, but so, um, fast forward probably five or six years, I was talking with, with my uh, upper back home named Matt, and... We were talking about soda again because this is a weirdly recurrent refrain in my life. And uh, yeah. we, were, we were talking about certain sodas and, you know, like your sort of standard nostalgia, like things you used to drink that you can't find anymore. And I brought up Holiday Spice Pepsi. And for the first time in my life, he was like, yes, dude, I remember that stuff. It was so good. I'm like, I know, <laughs> right? And so yeah. – but at this point, at this point, we're older and we have a little more money and we'd been drinking that night. So, like, this time it's not just, like, nostalgia. It's, like, nostalgia mixed with purpose. And so, <laughs> we, so we pull out a computer and go online. And we go to eBay. And we see that you can get, I think it was, three cans of Holiday Spice Pepsi. And the buy it now bid was, like, $45. <laughs> oh, my God. No. This is dumb, right? And it's like, yeah, yes, it is. And then we we purchased it and split the cost. Did you really? Hey, oh yeah, dude. Oh my god. So fast forward a week or two, and the package comes, and I call him over, and uh, and it's this big reveal. Like we have multiple people in the room, you know. And so we like unbox it, and there are these glowing, perfect cans of Holiday Spice Pepsi. Like look like they're they're in decent shape. And then we look at the expiration date on the bottom, and they're like seven or eight years expired on it. <laughs> but, but what's in a what's in soda right like just there's got to be preservatives in water there corn syrup like, yeah yeah just granite like i like i'm not worried about i'm not, I'm not yeah. worried i'm not worried about the soda rotting so anyway so we we had them chilled and then uh and then we drank one and it was delicious it was great <laughs> that's oh that's, my god you spent $45 on three cans of soda. I can't. But I can't. Can, he, can I say something quickly about you that I love without, without, this is not, like, I love this, man. Okay. Because in some ways you are, like, like you're, you, you watch how you spend your money, like, very well. Like, in some ways you, like, 
you know, I, uh, frugal is probably a little bit harsher, but like, I feel like you're very good in some aspects of like not spending money wastefully. But then there are moments like this and I love it. And I mean this because I think that you find moments to realize that this is a communal experience with me and friends and it's worth spending for, you know, I guess you split it in half, but either way, it's worth spending an inordinate amount of money on three soda cans because it's a, it's, a, it's an experience. I guess what I'm saying is that you do a good job of spending your money on, I think, experience over item, material things. Is that a correct? Uh, is that a correct view of you? You know, it's it's one of those things where I don't think I ever consider it in the moment. Like I'm not like you know, like you're not like this will be a solid communal experience and worth the investment. Well, right. But it's but but it's you know I I I, I try to. But the problem is. You know, sometimes it's just self-indulgent crap, you know, like it's like, like it, like it's people, you know, when I talk to like my girlfriend or some friends, like it drives them, drives them crazy because I won't spend like $20 to buy like a new work shirt, you know, like I'll like, I'll do laundry three times a week instead of going and spending like 20 or $30 on a decent button down. But yeah. if I'm at a bar and like I see that like some like thirteen dollar cocktail has like nutmeg in it, I'm like, oh yeah, three of those, please. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, I love it. Let's do it. So I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree to a, I'd agree to a point. And I meant it in a really positive way. Like I love that about you because it is a lot about the experience, and I I appreciate that. Sure. As a friend. So um, so so yeah. So I mean, but so that's one of my defining. That's one of my defining sort of memories. So, is there? Can, can you think of? Um, I mean, do you have any like mythical sodas that like things you you remember but you haven't but you haven't had? I don't know. That's hard. Uh, I I'm legitimately trying to think. Um, God, I mean, I can think of a soda. Like I, I'm thinking of a soda that I didn't particularly enjoy, but it was a weird thing. Which is, do you remember they used to do? My mom got it all the time when it was out. Basically, like vitamin diet coke. Do you remember that? For it like was a, like it was for like a minute, like when we were like eighteen. Yeah, right. Like yeah. diet coke. Yeah, like when we were older. But diet coke and like infused with vitamins, and it was such a weird. Yeah, that's such a weird conceit. I saw a story uh, the other day that they they just re-released Crystal Pepsi, which is like before our time. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I I've never had it. Like yeah, before our time, and I have no I have no interest in having it. Like it's not, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to our I guess our sort of retro, like sensibilities because it's before us. Oh, I had it. I bought it immediately. How was it? It was fine. I mean, again, it's not astounding. Did it taste like Pepsi? What? It taste, isn't that the isn't that the central idea is that it, it's clear but it tastes like regular Pepsi? Yeah, I mean it's like and yeah, it's about right. You know, it's if I if I blindfolded you and taste tested though, you could tell the difference. Yeah, I mean it's like it's not like a complete doppelganger taste. Like you know, it's like it's it's. Well, I think that's how it's built, isn't it? Or is it supposed to be its own separate thing? I don't know. It's like and again, this is we're getting into semantic advertising soda. Yeah, this is also talking to someone who has elaborate theories of clear and dark soda. That's true, that's true. That one probably really fucks you up. I'm kidding. I shove a dark <laughs> Pepsi for lunch and then a clear Pepsi, a crystal Pepsi for dinner. And then see how yeah. I feel. But, but one of those fun things about new sodas, though, is like, do you remember all those, like, those dumb, like, Mountain Dew, like, vote for your Yeah, that's what I was about to say. They used to do all sorts of weird flavors. I remember the first time they did that, my brother and I, we broke up our Dr. Pepper binge. And we got really hooked on Code Red, man. Like when Code Red first came out, 
Yeah, that that's true. I remember that. That was like everyone kind of agreed. That that's still around, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's not as easy to find as it was. And what is that? Probably like the late two thousand or like the early to late yeah two thousand. Yeah, early. I would say like mid two thousand. Yeah, like two thousand five probably. In like the bottom like left corner of a gas station like drink cooler, you know. <laughs> yeah. Here's another question. Do you remember? Gosh, this is probably way off. They had an orange flavor. And I really want I oh it was called Livewire. Okay, that's what it was like. The other interesting thing about Mountain Dew, and this again, like I know me and my brother, all I did was think I didn't have really have I mean I, I had some friends, but my brother and I were the only people that really guzzled soda at such a level. But dude, another soda thing that's fascinating to me, it's so good is Baja Blast, which you can only get at Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh for sure. Which is it's just such a weird it's a weird conceit, and it gets me. They get me to go to Taco Bell because I do love me some Baja Blast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow apart your world right now. You know that that's not true anymore. That you can get Baja Blast anymore. I, I just, now that's pretty recent though. It's like I just heard that. I thought it was like a few months ago, or has it been longer than that? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It, I think it's been longer, but but it's relative. But and it, I wonder, is this permanent? Because I think in the past they've done it for like a month. Like they're like, okay, you can get it in cans for like a month. And then it goes away again. I wonder if it goes back in the Disney vault. I wonder if this is for real. But I think, you know, I think Mountain Dew is a good example of a company who, uh, now I'm talking about things I really don't know about, but a company that, like, like, I think kind of understands this weird communal aspect of soda that we've been talking about. Like, yeah. drinking a soda by yourself, while pleasant, and I do it a lot, like, there's something kind of existentially sad about it like like if you like if you really think about it like it's just you're drinking this like colored corn sugar water and like you know like it's not really helping you and you know it's like if anything else there's um uh zizek has a fun sort of explication of this where he talks about how um coke is the perfect sort of um it's sort of capitalist product because it's something where the more you drink it, the thirstier you get. And it's like, and so, and so that in isolation becomes, um, becomes kind of a bummer if you work through that too much where, where, you know, it's the sort of thing that I think really lends itself to, uh, to gatherings in some way, but, but not in like a pretentious way at all, obviously, like, like, like there's no such thing as a fancy soda, right? Like you don't like, (laughs) like like no one, you know, as much as I, as much as I like my, um, holiday spice Pepsi, that was a thing that when I broke it out, only a select group of people would know that I was actually bringing out something that showed this moment was important to me. And so I, I I, I think, I think that's, that's why it's interesting to me because there's always been certain sodas like that, like Surge at a time. Cause that's another one where I try to track down ones wherever mm-hmm. I can find them. Where like I have this weird language between me and certain friends. Where like certain sodas mean something because there's a certain shared and lost past that are implied by the soda. Right. <laughs> you know, like like it's 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 it, you know it's it's Proust Madeleine, but like for us it's Holiday Spice Pepsi or you know something like that. Yeah. Well, and let me let me to go back when we started. I mentioned that you have a different favorite beverage that you really enjoy. I do. And I've graduated. I'm thinking to myself, you graduated and you drink Arizona Herbal Tonic. And the reason I say this is because the day that they stop making that, which from everything you've told me, you appear to be the only person in the world that drinks it. 
But the day they stopped making that, you were going to go on eBay and, well, maybe, you know, years later, but you're going to have some sort of cathartic experience, whether it's just me or somebody else from college that knows what that experience of Herbal Pond meant to you, Kenny, at that time in your life. It, it, is, it signifies a moment in time. Not only that, so right now, I'm not drinking one right now, but, um, so I can't, you, can't, you can't get them in Alaska, but um, to this day, about once every four or five months, my parents will mail me a box of, like, 12 herbal tonics and like and like there's no note there's no warning they'll just mail me this huge box of this beverage and um and it just feels like a hug <laughs> well when you when you came here a few weeks ago i picked you up at the airport and we were driving back and we stopped for gas and you beelined for the herbal tonic and that's totally acceptable my girlfriend comments on this a lot where i do have like or some people are really into like food. I I have a weird beverage thing. Like like I I forge really emotional connections with certain beverages and like while I'll try almost anything new, like I I have my things I like. And like much you know like a sort of like a persnickety old man. Like like I have I have opinions on things that are too low stakes to need an opinion on. Like going back to like right. you know um but like I don't really like Arizona products that much, but like this Arizona herbal tonic, like it is <laughs> like, if I can get it, it's like, sometimes it doesn't even sound good and I'll drink one. Like I like that. That happens all the time. Like whenever yeah. I have them in my fridge, like I'll have one for breakfast. And if you have one for breakfast, oh. they're like super sweet. There's a lot of it. It like destroys your, just like your nerves for the whole day. Cause you're just fighting off this like weird <laughs> caffeine sugar rush. Like seven. Yeah. Morning. But if I see it in there, it's just like this pole where I'm like, I must have it. And not only that, right. I, um, you know, th this is same with sort of soda runs in college, but like, I now have specific memories of hunting down herbal tonics in different places with different friends too. Yeah. It's like the more, <laughs> the more committed you are to these things, the more sort of mythos <laughs> you build up around them as you right. sort of go through the different tribulations. The, the mythos of the mythos of herbal tonic and Kenny Girling is strong. The theme of my autobiography, working on my, <laughs> my life and herb tons. Um, <laughs> hey, well, I know we got to go, and that's, this has been great. One last, maybe unpopular opinion about soda, or maybe this is prevailing opinion, I don't know. But I believe firmly that soda in a can is by far the best. Fountain is second bottle is crap like i think plastic bottle soda is the worst okay so you're right and wrong so there is certain fountain sodas are the best like if you get a fountain soda that like is like heavy on the syrup and like everything's like sort of bubbly and the carbonation's just right like the a perfect fountain soda can't be beat it could just be the best thing about a meal hands down the problem is that almost never happens. Like, when it does happen, right. it's always like, I found, here's an unpopular opinion, I found Burger King has a good job with their fountain sodas. How's that for a really? sophisticated man's opinion? What's funny is I, I hate their, they are my least favorite fast food place based on food. So I wouldn't really have a good perception of their soda because I don't go. Oh, yeah, I never go there either because it's, again, it's one of those things that I, it's just scenery to me. Like, I never, like, register that I'm driving by a Burger King. But the couple times when I do have a weird craving, their soda is really good. So a good fountain drink is the best. Um, 
a can is a safe go-to. A can is inarguably better than a plastic bottle. But like a but like a glass bottle, like a Mexican Coke or something like that, like that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I should have clarified. I was really specifically referring to plastic bottles because I don't like plastic. Oh, sorry. I will buy if I'm really thirsty and I want like 20 ounces of soda. I will buy two cans if I can. If I can, like I, I because the, <laughs> yeah, the unless unless it's a soda that I like. Like sometimes I really want like a Dr Pepper and for whatever reason they don't have cans and then I sort of resign to getting a bottle. But but dude, I even think over a fountain like the, and, and there it, like this maybe speaks to some of this communal aspect. Like, there's just something mentally about holding a cold can in my hand that surpasses like a styrofoam fountain or like a fountain at a restaurant like 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 there's just something about the feel of that can that is so good i'm, I'm about to hold one right now i've got a cream soda cream soda in the hand dude and it's unreal oh yeah when you take a you take a big long satisfying drink little little sip in the podcast here and so yeah so um so i think that's great i think we covered some i think we covered some territory we had some laughs. I mean, we talked a lot about soda, maybe not a lot about friendship, but <laughs> at the yeah, end of the day, yeah, we're, we're no matter what the topic is, this is two friends talking about that topic. So it really is, you know, like friendship and soda. That is true. Um, yeah, so I, that's fine. So um, friendship and soda sounds like a really friendship. Friendship and soda sounds like a really solid indie. Like that sounds like an indie movie. I would friendship and soda. Dude, that sounds insufferable. <laughs> I propose. To my wife, right outside of an old timey soda shop. I probably that would have been a good story to like start with. Yeah, you should. Yeah, like you should. should be squeezing that in right at the end. So I have some. So here's some. Here's some business right before we leave. So um, So I know we uh, we haven't posted these yet, but by the time you, the people at home, are listening, we will. Um, So you can you can check us out at friendshipand.wordpress.com. That's where we'll be posting the episodes, and we're you know. Are up uh, where sort of more details will be. So that's the word friendship and then and like a n d dot wordpress dot com. Right. You can also find us on SoundCloud, where I think the plan is we're gonna post the most recent episodes. But um, we'll post the most recent episodes. But uh, we have a kind of a limit there, so we'll put new ones up there for you to find, and then we'll have to take them down after a while. Um, yeah. And then uh, then the full the full uh archives are going to be on archive.org but i still need to set that up so um by the time we'll get, yeah by the time you're listening to this it will all be set up you'll know and then and then check us out on itunes as well friendship and the two friends podcast and you'll uh and yep. you'll, you'll find us out so and uh here in the next here in the next few days we'll get twitter up and running as well so look for us on there as well it'll probably be something like at friendship and podcast but you know just google it and verify yeah, Google it and verify. Yeah, make sure the picture looks right of people you've never seen because it's a podcast. Make sure it looks right. Perfect. I am Malcolm. Love you, bud. Bye, Kenny. Love you, buddy. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>